This is The View from the Gladys Street, a podcast by the fans for the fans, as we go on the terraces to discuss all the big talking points at Everton Football Club. Welcome to the Everton Fan Podcast. I'm Ian Crow, and you are listening to The View from the Gladys Street on the Royal Blue Acast and iTunes channel. This week, I'm joined by Graham Callahan and Rob Astle. How are you, lads? Not too bad. Rob? I'm all right. You're suffering a little bit, aren't you? Yeah. Got a bit of flu? Me- mentally with Everton and like flu with everything else. So. And you've come in today, it shows oh, dedication. true dedication, doesn't more it? More than that gang of clowns did yesterday anyway. Okay, well, thank you for coming in. I appreciate you. I've got the uh, the flu and you're going to give me and Graeme your germs there. Could have told me before I sat next to him. <laughs> this is why I'm sitting far away. <laughs> um, anyway, lads, here, here are the facts as things stand. After 14 games, Everton have... 14 points. After 14 games, Everton sit in 17th position. After 14 games, Everton are two points off the relegation zone. (coughs) After 14 games this season, Marco Silva sees himself on the brink of the sack. Everton's 15th game is against Liverpool, who are unbeaten and top of the league. At a ground where we're going to play next, where we haven't won since 1999. How does that make you feel? Lad, it sounds like you've just done like some sort of like trailer for like some sort of like horror film. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to jump out the window, all right? <laughs> How does that make you feel? It says it all, doesn't it? Where we're at. It, talking after the game, just feel so deflated at the minute. Just furious we're not going in yesterday. And you can blame... You can... At the end of the day, footies of results business, in it. And Marco Silva's not getting results. So something's got to give now. I appreciate not everything's in his control. I get that. But ultimately, it's down to him, isn't it? And if there's got to be someone else out there now who can come in and do a better job at that group of players. I thought yesterday, for an hour, we were compact. Didn't necessarily play overly well. I didn't think, I don't think we had, we had, Richardson scored a great goal. But, but after that, I thought we were tactically naive. My personal opinion was bring I would have brought a centre-half off and gone man-for-man on Ineacho and Vardy rather than keeping the three centre-halves. And he didn't do that. He, he he gave Vardy the space by leaving that in and he was just tactically naive. I think and in the end he paid for it. We paid the price for it. And something's got to give. Like I, I, I was gutted to see today that we found out he's going to be in charge on Wednesday. I don't even think it's fair on him anymore. I mean, Graham, you this is the first time you've been on the podcast in a while. I mean, even last season when things were going relatively smoothly, you, you would say you you were uh, had rumblings of Silver not being good enough for mm-hmm. the club. So I just wanted to make sure make that clear to everyone listening that you're not just going to come on and and slate Silver because things aren't aren't going great. But you 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 for for seeing this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it honestly doesn't surprise me the the situation that we're in. Um, I think, given you know, I, I've not been on the podcast this season, but I, I've spoke to you two both outside of the podcast, and I think you both know that I was very unhappy with the pre-season that we had. I was unhappy with the summer transfer window and the players that he brought in <laughs> and the players that he didn't bring in. Um, and I and I saw us struggling to be honest with you. Um, I can't think of a redeeming factor about about Silver anymore. I really can't. I think you know, as Rob just mentioned. Yesterday's game is a, a small part of the problem. Like obviously we've we've got beat, um, but 
But I'm not saying that he should go based on yesterday's performance. I'm saying that he should go based on a number of things. I think he's tactically inept. Um, I think some of the decisions that he makes baffle me. Um, some of the signs that he's made, I don't understand why. Um, we could go all the way back to not bringing a centre half in, to you know, to to the, his choice of captains. Like as I say, there's not one redeeming feature that I can think of. He, he's not even. He doesn't even seem that bothered. He's you know, there's no. I mean, I know when we scored yesterday, there was a bit of a celebration, but that's about that little fist pumps about as much as you ever get out of him. Even in his post-match interviews, there's it doesn't look like it bothers him that much. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I would I would suggest that you're half right from my personal opinion. I whether you both agree, I, I think he's too respectful to the opposition. I wouldn't disagree. In what context? Yeah, w- like he's a f- not not you mean, afraid. You mean the way he comes across, or you mean the team selections and stuff? Oh, both, both, right. both. Not 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 maybe in his team selections. I, I don't mean that. I just mean that he 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 very rarely moans after a game, which you know some may see that as a good thing, as he's not trying to find excuses. But just as an example, you know, after the VAR situation, he he he. he um, against Spurs, he, he didn't really want to speak about it. He was like, I, I choose not mm. to speak about it's that. The same against Brighton. Same, as yeah. well. Why not come out and just absolutely slay, take a fine? Yeah, just take it and but, show a bit of fight. But that that then resonates on the pitch as well, because you've got players there who just who did we play? It was oh, it was the last home game, Norwich. Mm-hmm. The persistent time wasting. Not one of their, not one of our players went over. Yeah, to the referee and moaned, especially and the team captain. Is standing on the other side of the pitch to the referee, I, I, but that resonates on the pitch. So I do agree with you there. With two, with two, like there's a soft underbelly there. There's no leaders. You look onto him for him to lead on the such lines, and then for the, and then in turn the players to lead on the pitch, and that isn't there. I mean, do you reckon things would be different if he had a fully fit squad? No, that midfield uh, yesterday was like seriously depleted, wasn't it? It, it's impossible. Andre Gomez to, is a big miss, isn't he? But other than that, huge miss. But like, but even like the the the, you know, the experience of Delft would that have helped yesterday? It, it's impossible to say, isn't it? I mean, I, <clears> I agree, we are depleted, and he's he's limited in what what he can do. I think the more and more I thought about it prior to the the kickoff on him on Sunday, that you know, the five at the back or five in the field, whatever way you want to look at, that was the right thing to do. So did that work? It worked for an hour until they made the Iniesta change, and he didn't get it right after that. I mean, it just felt like again it was it was kind of wasn't like for like because he brought um, Snidlin and Keen on, didn't he? For um, Awobi and Carvalho, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. I mean, did they were they the right substitutions? No, like I said, I think he should have brought Holgate off for Schneidlin. Yeah, man marked Vardy and Iniesta with Keen and. Mina, and then you've got that extra man in midfield then to deal with Madison and who's the other guy, um, Perez. Mm. They were Perez. That was my, that, I was screaming for that to happen, but he brought off our, one of the players who carries the ball forward for us, and that's a Wobi. And that was a huge miss after that. Well, he, was, he didn't have that. He was an outlet, wasn't he? Which he was we the ended outlet, up losing. Yeah. And then that, and that outlet was bringing, I thought that was, I thought Sadibi was fantastic yesterday, mm. but his changes were completely wrong, and he got it. and I mean, we put what was it, ninety six minutes when they scored. Probably, probably played a little bit too long, but you can't really moan about it because we started and Ram with, with, um, you know, with, there was nothing wrong with Sadibi. Let's face facts, there was nothing wrong with him. Mm. He was trying to burn time. 
mistakes as well from and I mean, mistake, mistakes in midfield, mistake, mistakes in midfield as well. But if there's two centre halves on the pitch, man marking two strikers, they probably don't necessarily score that chance, do they? Mm. That's my opinion on it. I, I just put we, it, we were so, just inviting pressure though. Yeah, yeah, we, we were. Yeah, and then Tom Davis was slack as well. Tom Davis was slack with both goals in terms of losing losing possession. I mean, is is this all down to Silver Game? I know you. I think. <laughs> It's all, it's, it's all well and good picking holes in yesterday's performance and like I know we're here to analyse the game and, and to talk about you know where it went wrong yesterday but I think you're losing sight of the bigger picture. The, it, he's, he's not good enough to manage Everton Football Club and the, the, that's based on the, the, not just yesterday's result but results before that we've lost to every promoted side this season Sheffield United beat us at home Norwich beat us at home the, the with I, I don't think I've well. watched a Marco Silva side, even when we had some good results last season and gone, that blew me away. That what a performance. That was outstanding. <laughs> We've won, you know, every department on the pitch with a better side. I think the man's like 50 games plus into his Everton tenure now and he still doesn't know his best 11. He changes things, you know, cha- change, he doesn't change formation or strategy or tactics. He just takes players in, puts them out, takes them in, puts them out, drops them. Like, I don't, I can't see what it is he's trying to achieve on the pitch. And I think he's 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 losing the players slowly but surely. Don't get me wrong, I think Sigurdsson put a shift in for him yesterday. Do you think? In that deeper role. First half, I think Sigurdsson, yeah, I think... Oh, I thought Sigurdsson that. was I awful. I genuinely no, believe... No, I'm not saying... I'm not saying that, the quality was there, but I'm saying that he played for him. I still think the players are still playing for him. But I think slowly but surely, as it's going on, he's losing it. And I think... By leaving him there, imagine it, this isn't this is not silver stuff. But imagine going into training today, and he's trying to get these players. Well, apparently he's trying to get these players to buy into a philosophy and an idea. <laughs> I can't make out what that is, but obviously he, he, he that's what he thinks he's doing. And every single one of them players is is, is there saying you probably won't be here next week. That's that's so the worst what, part of what it. Am, what, yeah. Why? Why? Do you know he, what I mean? What are we? What are we? What are we trying to achieve? That it's it's not it doesn't it's not working. It's not working anymore. And, and he has to go. He has to go. And I know that's easier said than done because you've got to bring someone in. But Marco Silva, as Everton manager, it's done. And if he's there, if he's there for till the end of the season, I honestly think we'll get relegated. I do. I think it's awful as well that it feels like he's on a game-by-game basis now. In the last two weeks... That doesn't help the situation. Doesn't help does the it? situation. So that comes from board level. What are they doing? Like for me, Marcel Brand is director of football. He should be the one who's making the decision on Marco Silva and um, and any future manager and but any players, is he right? Is he? But no, but no, but that that's my point. Is he? But then you you know you read reports of that Ken Wright's got an opinion, Mashiri's got an opinion, Baxendale's got an opinion. Who's in charge here? And this is, but again, this this drops down then to man to club management level. And then it drops down into the players. No one knows what to do. I'll be honest with you, and this is my personal opinion, nothing more. I think Mishiri is still Mishiri is in charge. He mm. he is in charge of. Otherwise, he probably would be gone if it was Brands or Ken Wright who was going to make that decision. They are an advisors to him. It's Mishiri's man at the end of the day. And he's trying to give Mishiri him every tapped him up, didn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mishiri, yeah. Mishiri pushed the boat out. Mishiri big went through court, went him through court for him, didn't he? Paid he? Yeah. Fortune. yeah. Like, it's, it makes Mishiri look stupid, doesn't it, at the end of the day? And but he's trying to make himself not look stupid by repeating the same situation with Akuman. But at the end of the day, I think I said to you, 
yesterday after the game. We'll be in the bottom three come the end of come Wednesday night. Southampton play Norwich. Well, there's a possibility. You know what I mean? That's that's a six point at the end of the day. Who do we play? We play the you know we play the best team in the league. Mm. Oh. <laughs> we do, don't we? Yeah. Well, no, absolutely. He's gonna. You say the board or hierarchy, whatever, needs to come out and you know say something. But they did come out, didn't they, last week? And do you think that was too? Do you think that was too little, too late? Though we went literally, we got beat by Norwich on the Saturday afternoon, and it took them six days to even breathe any kind of life in any kind of any any kind of media outlet they've got. No, no, I, I just think sometimes when when that happens and it's like the vote of confidence, it's it's almost like well, the writing is on the wall, isn't it? You know. Eventually, he's going to be sacked. Like, I, I understand. Did the club necessarily have to come out and say <laughs> Marco Silva's still going to be in a job? They, they didn't need to, did they? Just because we got beat by Norwich doesn't necessarily mean oh, we need to come out and confirm Marco Silva's <laughs> going to be in charge for um, the Leicester game. But you, you were you were there at the end of that 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 Norwich game. The last time I saw it, I was wanting the manager out vocally was Roberto Martinez. Okay, and and we're shouting Silver out. We want Silver out. Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? And. And or to, you know, to, to a few bit more extremes than that, you, you know, you've got the opposition fans shouting, you're getting sacked in the morning. It was done then. Okay. After that Norris game, it was done. I agree with you. And but, and for them to come out, to wait six days to give any kind of in, in, inclination as to what's going on, going into um, the Leicester game yesterday was just, just it's just ridiculous. The club is rotten to the core at the minute. Well, Evan haven't come out now and said Marco Silva is going to be in a job. Um, for the derby, but basically Everton have sent an email out to all media that let's say Marco Silva's press conference is going to be Tuesday afternoon at one thirty, which they do every week anyway. So you know all the media outlets across the country, you know local whatever, I've taken that as Marco Silva's going to be in charge for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So did they need to come out, Graham, and say Marco, we we back Marco Silva even after the defeat to, to Leicester? We were I'm just putting words in our but we were unlucky. You know we we could have got a point. We we maybe even could have won the game. Did they did they need to come out? Today or tomorrow, and say say uh, confirmation of he's he's going to stay. No, I think, but it, my opinion, I thought that if he was going and that the right time to sack him was after the Norwich game. I think you can't sack him now, can they? That on the eve of a, a Merseyside derby, mm-hmm. can they? Can they? Like, well, no, not now. I don't think they could do it now. Could they, even with with it being a midweek game and so close to the Leicester game on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. Can you can you have us managerless? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it'd be interim, you know, caretaker, Unsworth in charge. Again, I've heard Ferguson. Would, he, would he even take it though? I mean, Unsworth. I'm sure he's sick of the situation as well. Yeah. I, you know, after what after what happened to him, what, what happened to him last time, he was interim manager for all eight weeks, and you know, he, he was thrown under the bus. Mm. At the end of the day, with, with, with it all, I mean, I'm sure he still believes he would maybe get a chance at some point in the future and it just rolls around every 18 months that he mm-hmm. could actually get a chance. I mean, Graham, I do this podcast every week and obviously sometimes it's with the same people, sometimes it's with different people. I feel like I asked the same, I've been asking the same questions, the exact same thing um, for a couple of weeks now, but you say he should have gone against Norwich and I don't think anyone could have argued with you at all, whatsoever, but who do we get in then? <coughs> I mean, you can ask me that. <laughs> um it's it's a difficult question to answer. Obviously, this is that's the main reason why he hasn't been sacked. I, I agree with you. I think that is why he hasn't been sacked. And everyone, well, not everyone, but I know a lot of people don't want him back at the club. But for me, you bring you bring David Moyes in. I think if you look at Everton as a club over the last few years, 
we've, we haven't had a sustained period of stability where, you know, the, the club regains its identity and, 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 you know, the fans are happy with the, the way the football's played and the results and the fight. Um, I think as Evertonians, we need to take a step back and take our, our evidence into glasses off and have a look at the situation that we're in. You know, a, a lot of people are saying to me, oh, let's bring, let's bring, you know, a, a world-class manager in. Let's go for Pochettino. There was talk of Mourinho before he went to Spurs. You know, we need to be challenged for the top six. We need to be winning trophies at the moment. Right now, we need to stay in the Premier League League and we need a couple of seasons, a couple of years where, you know, we get back on track and we we get some stability and, you know, there's a leader, (laughs) there's someone who knows what he's doing. And I know people say, oh, Moise's record since he left Everton is not great, but it's hard to judge him on the United job for me. And to be Um, fair, it's hard to judge him on the Sunderland job because they were already gone. Sunderland was a wreck, wasn't it? I think he did all right at West Ham. And going to going to Spain is not easy for anyone. You know what I mean. I mean, I think, you're not going to really break the top four nah, of Spain, not, are you? Not with, was it Sociedad? Yeah, Sociedad not yeah. with them. You know what I mean. It was um, a strange job to take. It that, was. I, I think it's hard to you know broaden his horizons and and see how you know other other nations do things and other teams do things. But you know, I, he, he's the obvious candidate for me. We're not going to go out and get Allegri. We're not going to go out and get Pochettino. It's not happening. Yeah, as go, much as sorry, I go dream back, about going it, going back to Pochettino. Could you not ask a question? You could, and I said this. I I, I said this uh, pre-season when when players like Kieran Trippier and that were were you know were being bandied about up twenty five million. Could why haven't Everton? Why haven't Everton asked the question? Why haven't Everton said, you know, let let's try for him or let's try for someone who's going to improve our first team? Well, we didn't. Do you know what I mean? So there's nothing wrong with showing a bit of ambition. I know a few people said to me because we look stupid when he turns around and says no, but. And what? We look stupid now. Mm. You know what I mean? We got beat around by Norwich. And I'm going to say no disrespect to Norwich, but I am being disrespectful to Norwich. It's Norwich. Do you know what I mean? That's It's not acceptable. Not but acceptable. But they have beat City this season, Andrew, with Arsenal. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's going to get to the point soon, right? And it's, it's basically teetering on it now. If we want to sack a manager, beggars can't be choosers. In our situation, I, do, I don't think Evertonians helped themselves in that respect, and it, the, the same thing happened to Allardyce, didn't it? I know Rob, you're not a big fan. Are we? He was forced out, wasn't he, by the by the fans more than anyone? Are we in the draft? And he did a far was, better job than this Silver's doing at the moment. Far better. Well, I mean, obviously, Allardyce's, you know, brief is probably slightly different to to what Marco Silver's is. Allardyce was. You know, just keep us, keep, keep us up. But yeah. he was never given an opportunity to expand on that or to do anything different. And and all these blues saying, "Oh, like we want a manager who, who brings a different style of football." I don't want moderately attractive losing football. Mm. What's the point of that? Do you know what I mean? It's it's pointless. It's futile. It's like all these. And I'm going off subject. West Ham, the West Ham way, and all the rest of it. So what if it's mid-table obscurity, or we're still a relegation battle every season, and you and you're in between divisions. For me, I don't want that. I don't want that Everton. I want to see Everton win football matches. Do well, you know let, what I mean? Let's just stick with Moise then. So, you know, Moise, obviously, from what we're <laughs> what we're hearing is he's, he's keen to come back. Mishiri is not keen for him to come, but from what we've, again, what we're hearing, he's, you know, it's Ken Wright and the Denise Baddock and Dale. Yeah. So, you know, Moise comes in and then steadies the ship in an Allardyce style, as in he gets us to mid-table, don't win a trophy. Um, what do we do then at the end of the season? Do we do we offer him a new deal, or do we then have to go and find another 
you know, another manager like we did with Silva. I think because that that is that, that is what the fifth. How many is that under Mashiri? Five be, and five. Five. It'd be five and five, I think, wouldn't it? Mashiri, Cumin. Sorry, Martinez, Cumin, Allardyce, Silva, Silva Moyes. Moyes, and then another one. But I think, but I think, if it's Moyes, and like I said, it's going to get to the point where beggars can't be choosers, right? If it's Moyes, I think the difference between Allardyce and Moyes and staying on at the end of the season is David Moyes has probably banked a bit of credit with Everton fans. You know what I mean? Over, you know, yeah, there's a lot of Blues who can't stand them now, though, isn't there? You know, and, I mean? you know but I, I think, I think again, and I've repeated this time again. I don't think they, they can't stand them because of what he did at the club. I just think it was what he did after. No, yeah, absolutely. That has yeah, nothing absolutely. to do with. Yeah, I, I think he, he's well respected by every single fan at Everton for what he did. Okay, yeah. he didn't win a trophy, but it was relative success. Mm. I just think. There are concerns about what he's done, and I know you just explained um, some of the things, the United game and uh, the United job and the Sunderland job. But there are certain aspects of his managerial, you know, attributes that you would maybe be a little bit concerned about. He'd make, but he'd make us hard to beat. We don't lose that game yesterday. The view from the Gladys Street podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The view from the Gladys Street podcast. Plus, I think. Looking back, he's never had money. He never had money at Everton either, did he? He never had, you know, <clears throat> it was it was Mark Pembridge and it was Lee Cardley <laughs> on it. It wasn't it wasn't forty million pound Gilfie Sigurdsson and you know he's got some. Well, he did get money at United there, and what he did with yeah, that. Yeah, but this who's been successful at United no. since Ferguson? Well, I Louis mean, Van Aal couldn't do it. Oh, I mean, no, did all right. I just it, it it was it's hard to judge him on the United job for me. It really is. Um, and it's not a glamorous appointment, you know. If he if he was to come, you know, it, it's not going to be you know sensational headlines, and it's not it's not the marquee appointment that that Mashiri wants, and and you know it's not going to you know Everton fans aren't going to be shouting from the rooftops. But for me, it's what we need at this moment in time. Mm. It really is someone to just settle things down. Someone, and if he, if he does well, and you know we finish best of the rest, and and you know we're, we're pushing towards that top seven eight then he deserves a contract. There's no two ways about it. Because his name's David Moyes and not, and he's not, you know, Massimo Allegri or whoever, that, that's irrelevant for me. As long as Everton are doing well and as long as Everton have got a foundation to work from and push forward with Mashiri's money. Because all the other all the other appointments he's made have gone terribly, haven't they? There's no two ways about it. Mm. You know, Marco Silva was going to come in and play this high-press, attractive football. You know, it didn't work. So... Roll the dice and do something <coughs> different. Are we in a similar drastic position right now as we were when we sat Cumin and appointed Allardyce? I think, I think we're in a worse. worse position. I think it's worse. Yeah. I was thinking about this before. I think it's worse. Well, I'm going to have to completely disagree with you. Why? Not not in the sense of, I think it's bad <coughs> the way the club's being run. It's pro- It probably is worse, but in terms of the league table, it's not, is it? With a place, oh, with a, with a place difference, mate. Come on, with a place no, difference. Well, no, 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 place doesn't matter. Up. It's the points. Points is what matters. But look at the fixtures coming up, eh? No, no, I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying, you know, keep Silver just to, to give him a chance. I think it again. He's I, had I, his I keep, chance. You keep losing matches. You, you you're gonna lose. But what I'm saying is, okay, we're two points off bottom, are we? Or relegate or the relegation zones? Oh, I can't even fail off on the table. To be honest, but we're two wins away from. Sixth as well. Now, I'm not stupid enough. To, I've said this. I keep saying this every week. We're, we're three points off sixth. You know, it's going to come a point where we're going to be 
20 points off six mm. I, I, if we keep losing football matches. I it, just don't think there's... It's, there's, it's, it's statistics, isn't it? You can make statistics sound yeah. however good or bad you want. Mm. It's like our next four or five games in the Premier League, I can't see us winning any of them. Yeah. I really can't. And there's that stack going around that someone texted me the other day. No team on 14 points come Christmas or is it New Year has, has ever stayed up. Again, well, it's I, a very feasible... I wish I didn't know it's that. It's a very, no, very feasible that. That, is, that is a stack, situation. again... It's it's statistics. You can make them sound however you want, can't yeah. you? And I think got, there's there's a number of teams who've been on fourteen points, so more than three. So someone's gonna that stat's gonna fail at the end of the right. season. Do you know what I mean? Right. If you, but if it's you quite scary. Yeah. No, no, it, it, it is scary. It is, we yeah. are in a, a, a dog fight. terrible situation. No way. We're on a cliff edge at the minute, and we're walking along it really, really like. It's because of the teams that we've got coming up. Liverpool. We never beat Liverpool. Chelsea. You know, top four team, United. You'd probably say that's the that's the game where you'd you'd probably target to get and points. I think the, the 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 thing that makes it even worse though is as I was saying before, it's it's only going to get worse mm. with every defeat, with every you know, with every poor result comes is silver gonna be there? And that the, the human beings at the end of the day, and I'm not I'm not making excuses for them, but how can you go into work every day thinking, is he going to be there tomorrow? What am I what am I what am I running through brick walls for? Must be a terrible situation. It's gonna it's gonna start. You, with, out, you can't you can't run a club like that, can you? You can't you can't be a team like that. But that's gonna start feeding into the fans. I mean, don't be wrong. I mean, I know that the, the, we're, we're still filling Goodison, but if he's still in charge and these performances still happen. Goodison's going to get empty and empty and empty. I think and the fans the are just is, saying up just to abuse him, to be honest. Or, or, or that, or that, 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 that's just as feasible. And it's like, what, 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 it, 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 it's cruel in a way. For me, he should have gone after that Norris game. That Norris game was terrible. Like the team selection from this team selection, he got it all wrong from the start. He, he started such a slow, slow team. And we paid the price for it. And he should have went, he should have went on that Sunday after it. Do you think Mishiri's thinking, I potentially sack Cumin too early because obviously when I say too, I think he deserves to go Cumin. Don't get me wrong, but there was no plan was there in place, and you know it was a bit of a mess. Unsworth took over, and you know we tried to get Silver at mm. that time, and we yeah. ended up get, didn't getting him. And then there was other talk of other managers, and then we went to Allardyce, <clears throat> jibbed them off, but then end up going back for him. I think it was like was it eight eight weeks? How, how long six was to eight it? weeks? It was yeah, it was six to eight weeks, which is just far too long, yeah. isn't it? Do you think he's been stung by that machinery and that is another reason why? That's why I think that's why he's holding on. I think that because I don't think he's, he's the, I don't think that board can agree on a replacement. For me, you two options at the minute now. Uh, give Rafa Benitez what he wants. <laughs> you can people laugh. People are yeah, laughing. I, I don't think he'd come. People are bored at it. No, but, no. I mean, I'd have but, him all day, but I don't yeah, think he'd come. But, but give Benitez what he wants because he'd come and do a job. We didn't we offer it to him a couple of years ago? Did I read? Something like I that. Know, I don't know. Or whether or, but it, linked, or but. it's getting to the point. Like I said, beggars can't be choosers. Let's go for David Moyes. Just as long as it's not Eddie Howe. <laughs> just as long. As I've got he was him. a favourite for the Arsenal job on Sky Sports, according to Sky Sports. Eddie Howe. Yeah, Good that's God. what I was watching Sky this morning. They were like, Eddie Howe is now the front runner for the Arsenal job. <sighs> that's because Brendan Rodgers turned him down yesterday, wasn't it? Well, I know he's been linked. I I don't want Eddie Howe. I mean, I know I'm saying. I don't think that's any, assess that I situation, think, but I think I think that that's on par with Silver, Eddie Howe. I just term. I just think that the only time he left Bournemouth, he flopped, didn't he? Oh, yeah, I think yeah, Bournemouth's like just it's just the right fit for him, isn't it? And yeah. I think you know it's it, I, again 
one of disrespect, Bournemouth, but they're a small club, aren't they? Mm. Small ground, small club, small fan base, and they're punching <laughs> way above the weight. He's doing a great job there, but I think he can see goals as well. Managing yeah. superstars that you know, you know, Everton do have them. I think that's a completely different ball game. Um, Bournemouth can go. I think Bournemouth are like now on like their eighth game without a win. Mm. If that happens at Everton, you're sacked. No, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And, and, but I'm that, sure he's they've gone nine games or without in the past. Nine, yeah, but, no, but in the past, they've gone a yeah, long time but he, always had, but he always has like moments like that, Eddie Howe, and our fans just wouldn't put up with that. He'd, be, he'd have a meltdown, Eddie Howe, I think, with our fans. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it short today and we'll, we'll move on to Liverpool, but just a final word on the Leicester game then. Was there any hope in that defeat? <laughs> Moise Keane coming on, surely. Moise Keane, Moise Keane for me did enough to be starting in front, up front. I thought he looked busy. I tell you what, when he when oh, he had that long I range, lost the plot. I thought it was in. Yeah, I went nuts and Just then the I was heart didn't broke yeah. when they hit the side net. But it's hard to take positives from any defeat. Like I said, we were organised for an hour against the top team, but it was only an hour. Games, I think, minutes. again, like, I know you asked about the Leicester game in particular, but the the Moise Keane situation just highlights Silver's ineptitude for me. He's 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 put all his eggs on Moise Keane to come in and, and lead the line for Everton and, 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 you know, be the replacement for Lukaku. And has he done that answer. or has Marcel Brand's done that? I, I can't answer that question, can I? But it, either way... It's it's not good, is it? And it just it highlights how things aren't working. Um, I just think it proves that if you've got a striker in form, and the example I'm going to use is Jamie Vardy, where even if he's not in form, he's still dangerous. Speed. And again, though, I think finish. Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy is always on the defender of the shoulder, and he's always on. You know, he's always looking to 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 get in behind. And I think Brendan Rodgers realizes that, and Leicester's system suits the way. The way they play with that Jamie Vardy, defenders are scared. They'll drop off. They don't want Vardy to get in behind them, and then that gives you more, your Madisons and your you know your Tillemans and your and your playmakers. Yeah. That gives them time on the ball because the opposition's back four has to play deeper because Vardy and Brent. You know it's not rocket science. He's seen that he's got Vardy running through brick walls for him. You know chasing chasing running channels. You know doing the hard work and the goals are coming for him. So he's more than willing to do it, and he's got the right players there. <laughs> to to make that system work, I think Everton have good football players. I do. I think we've got some very good football players. Um, Rob's best mate, Theo. I know he doesn't like him, but he's got an attribute there that frightens opposition to death. Pace. Now, nine times out of ten, he might get on the end of something and and miss. But that pace, you, you've got to use that to our advantage. Theo Walcott doesn't want the ball with his back to goal from our fullback. To give it back to our fullback or to come inside, he needs to be on the half turn or on the on the shoulder of that centre half, ready to go. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think Silver Silver doesn't use those players or use a, a system that gets the best out of them. I don't know what Marco Silver's system is. Mm. Um and I don't know I can't even say I don't know why he's made the signings that he's made. I don't I don't I can't see where but is that he's not, thought they're going to fit in. But, but again, did he make them signings? Did he make them signings? That, that was my point. Did he make them signings? Again, but but I, but I had also read that basically Brands came in, came into the club, and Marco Silva was already going to be. Was yeah. already going to be. Yeah. Man, it was, it was a machinery appointment, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So. so, so, as Marcel Brands thought, right, okay, 
I want to sign the players I want to sign here, and eventually I'll be able to replace him with the manager that I want to replace him. If you don't know, but, you don't know, but, but go on. Surely, like, surely Marco <clears throat> Silva says to, to Marcel Brands, listen, this is, I'm, I want to play a 4 3 3. I want to play a high press. I want to, I want a centre forward who's going to start that press. I want, I want full backs to get up the park, whatever the system may be. Surely then Marcel Brands goes out and says, okay, well, I'm going to buy some fullbacks you like getting forward. Yeah. Now, that's probably a bad example because we do have fullbacks you like getting forward, but th- th- there's got to be some sort of like strategy, hasn't there? Do you know what I mean? Marco Silva hasn't turned around and gone, just get me a midfielder and Brands has gone and signed the Wobie. Fairness, like, surely... But in fairness, in fairness, in fairness to the point here then, in, in regards to the midfield... He went out and got Andre Gomez on a pay, on a loan and then on a permanent. He went and got J, um, JP Gabaman. He got Fabian Delft to play that 4 3 3. One of them's out for God knows how long. The other one's out till January. And one of them's made out of biscuits. You know what I mean? And, and so, in, in, in fairness, there, the players are there. But, but what do you think? What that, did he need? That, what did he need Delft, Gomez, and Gabaman for? What, what did he need those three sort of? They're not expansive I know Gomez probably you could call him a playmaker but I mean they're I'd older say, midfielders aren't they so same as Schneiderlin same as Davis there was other <laughs> other priorities wasn't there a centre half a centre forward I, this is how I see it and whether you agree or not um, obviously with Guy leaving I thought Gabaman was going to be the replacement Delft's the replacement well okay well, and he I lied thought, when he said he wasn't for me <laughs> well I, I thought Gabaman would be the replacement and Delft was there as a um, someone who would be able to organise, someone who could maybe come in and be a leader and not back up, but just add depth to the squad. That's what that's what I thought it was. And we haven't been able to see any of that, have we? Let's face it. I'm not making excuses, but we haven't been able to see any of it. They played what, one game they played one game together and that was the Wolves game. And we won. We did, but it wasn't <laughs> a great wasn't a great performance, was I know, it? I I'm just saying we won though, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean we obviously play Liverpool next, so you know, <coughs> I'd see that going. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh. They, I, you know what? It, they haven't conceded. They've conceded in every game this season at home. I don't feel. Do you know? I, don't feel I that think yeah. this is awful. This is, the, is awful. Is they even not scored against them. Is their first clean sheet? The only, the only sort of saving grace that I can see. The only thing that I'm like, the only reason I'm not going to slip me wrists is because. I think if they go two or three up, they they've got that many games coming up and they've got that oh. much to go for that they're not gonna they're not gonna go for the throat and they need to conserve energy. The type of football they play, the footballers yeah. that they've got, I, I think they probably just sit on it. And I think that's the only hope that we've got is that you know they they, they sit on it and and we can we can we can maybe nick something. But I can't see anything other than a Liverpool comfortable Liverpool win yeah. to be honest. I mean, so from what we know, Silva's going to be in charge. So do you think he'll stick with the same formation as Leicester? I think he might bring Bernard in, you know. I think he might go for his usual. Um, now he's got Bernard, I think. I can see maybe... I could see maybe Sigurdsson dropping out and putting Schneiderlin in like a, as a natural defensive midfielder rather than Sigurdsson. Bernard Sigurdsson played there and, for Reading, you know, and for Swansea in, in that old role. Like, he's, he's that, like, quarterback type player if you like I get where you're coming from he's he's not a, a destroyer is he but I mean sometimes Gomez plays in that role Gidson Gomez they're not completely dissimilar are yeah. they? I, know think, I, mean? I think what's, I think I think what's key for Everton on Wednesday is is get a Wobi through the middle again because he was effective yesterday through the middle and if you get him in, if you get him involved 
and you've also got Bernard on the pitch. There's creativity there as well. And I don't think you'll be I don't think it'll be completely the same team tomorrow on Wednesday no. But I, mean, I but I, but I still don't see anything other than a comfortable, comfortable Liverpool win. He's got nothing to lose, has he? I mean, no, I know he has. How he's do you how do job. you approach how do you approach going to Anfield to play Liverpool? Like, what do you park the bus? Do you have a go? Do you, do you know the, the way they play? They literally swarm teams, don't they? They get all over them and they don't let you breathe. You, you, you know, if I was a centre half, throw Michael Keane there. As soon as I get that ball, I want shot of it straight away. I don't want the ball because I've got um, Mane and Salah and Firmino, and yeah. you know they're on top here. They, 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 the, the press is unreal. So, I mean, what, we, what we, you go to do? We, what, 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 what you go and try and do? Like what? You know Liverpool, I mean? Liverpool struggle. When teams try and park the bus, that's been pre- yeah, that's been proven. I think that's been proven over the over the over the. Would you not think it's almost? This sounds mad, but it's almost like Liverpool are more dangerous when they don't have the ball, and then they'll they they, they yeah, it's more of like a counter attack, yeah, and then yeah. they'll 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 take it off, yeah, in that final in your in your half if you like and deep in your half, and yeah. they'll go then, they'll and that's it, one two three bang goal, and it's and it's done. That's where I felt we were quite successful when we played them last season at Anfield where when they were having the ball, our press was quite quite good and you know, we were we were all over them like like flies, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then obviously we know what happened with the result, but that's why that's where we got the credit in our performance. And then when we had the ball we we were still able to be Brave dangerous. Way, I mean, yeah. And then we we haven't seen that really since. We've seen it once or twice maybe against United where we won. Obviously last season four nil. You know, that result really doesn't mean anything now because look at the, look at United. And then the one time we've seen it this season is against a, a West Ham team who were, were in bad form yeah. anyway. So, yeah. But you can see sometimes a little bit of what he's trying to do. I, I think I I'm, I'm not I saying can. it's not enough, but I'm saying glimpses of that's what we should be doing every week. You you gotta say the West Ham performance. Okay, it was only West Ham, but you can only play the teams. Well, they played well. It was the best I've seen. That was probably the best I've seen us play under so Silver. Why can't we but do that? Why can't he get his players to do that every week? Because I think a, a massive part, like you say, it. and West Ham were awful. I think West Ham were absolutely dire. Not just in bad form. I think the way they played against us was was poor. They ended up, they they ended up hooking that Felipe Anderson off for half time, mm-hmm. didn't he? It was that bad. Yeah. I think West Ham are poor, but how you approach this game at Anfield, especially in the situation that we're in, confidence is low, you know. I just think you might not say go gung-ho, that would be a stupid thing to, to do, but just go and have a go. Mm-hmm. Just And then at least, I'm not saying go and have a go in a Martinez style, but you've got nothing to lose whatsoever. Play Moise Keane, you know, mm-hmm. play a Wobie through the middle, you know, even if that means playing your five at the back, because I still think that worked for mm. us. I, th- I still think it doesn't. You, you know, you've got your wing backs who can you know get forward and, and get back. I just think if if you're not going to be playing, you know, players who haven't been tried and tested this season, then you're just you're just going to do the same thing over and over again, and that clearly is not working, is it? The one player for me on Wednesday who could have made the difference, especially given now for being always out, is Andre Gomez. But now for me the midfield's still too it's still too weak. He holds that midfield together for being and the fact that he's missing would have been key for us. Mm. But I just don't see anyone in our midfield unless unless Delph ends up fit maybe that I could we could try and take a bit of try and take a bit of control there. But it'd be good if Delph could come back and come in for six, um for Davis. Mm. But 
But well, for me, I would. I, I'd, I'd be, Liverpool don't like it when teams, when teams sit back and try and get them on the break because Liverpool haven't got a clue how to to break teams down. But in you know when they've got two banks of four to get past, mm. that's been proven in the past. That really has been. But I just can't see. No, with the odds. I, I agree with you. I, I just think it's harsh to say that they haven't got a clue. I think they could probably still <laughs> yeah, break teams right, yeah, down. Especially but, like, but it's not this strong point. That's not, not how point, they like yeah. to play, is it? So if you want to get, so you want to get, yeah. So teams struggling to do that at the moment is City. Yeah, when yeah, teams yeah. sit in. Yeah. That's, no, I agree. I think that's what Everton need to go and do. And I, I know you're saying be positive, and I agree. I think you know, overload the team with pace. You know, it's going to be let Liverpool have the ball, and when we get it. Break, be brave. You have to try break. and make yeah, yeah. those passes that are fifty-fifty. You have to uh, go and be brave and be and be take risks. Positive, but obviously, I don't want to see Everton try and put fifty-four passes together. And do you know what I mean? Right. We can't go to Anfield and try and play a possession game because that will play no, no. right into their hands. I, I think you're obviously going to see, you know, post-match stats. You know, Liverpool's going to have more possession. Mm. I don't want. I, I half agree with Rob. I, I don't want us to just sit back though. I want us to sit back, but try and win the ball. No, absolutely, use, yeah. use, no. use, use a Wobie, yeah. use Calvert-Lewin or Keane, whoever plays up front, use a Charles. Use your, your, I don't know, I'm not sure. Um, use them use them as outlets, but in the meantime, in the, but in the meantime, don't be, just be, be be like we were yesterday for the first half, be Definitely. compact. compact. Keep, that, keep that, that two banks of four there. So you've got their, you know, their creative players are, are basically starved of any kind of, uh, any chances. Mm. And then, and then show Salah onto his right foot as well. Don't let Salah use that left foot of his because he'll just tear you apart. I think, yeah, you, you've got to go and. I just think it's it's hard to ask players to show composure and and to be brave <coughs> and to, you know, like you're saying, Liverpool will have a lot of the ball, but when we get it, we need to be positive and we need to try and make decisive passes and we need to, you know, take take two or three touches, get our heads up early. But that's hard to ask of players who've got no confidence, isn't it? You know what I mean. Um, especially in a in a red hot cauldron like Anfield's going to be um, when they're flying so high, I think it, it's going to be so so difficult. Um, and I don't, you know, unless we go and beat them, I can't see, I can't see it improving the situation at all. Even even a reasonable performance is not going to change anything for me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, it's not it's not going to change anything. Um, and I fully expect us to go and get beat by them. To be honest, well. I don't know about you, but before you said that, I was fully inspired by that team talk that we've just given there and the formation and the tactics <laughs> that we're going to play. But you just finished off with a fully expected to go and get beat. No, I, I Which, can't see anything other than that happening, to be honest. No, I mean, does he... We'll finish off here now, but I, and I won't I won't ask for predictions because you both said that you think we're going to lose and I think we will lose as well. But does he keep his job even if we get beat? Chelsea coming up with only it'll only what? be three days away. Are you saying will he keep his job? Or are you asking me should he keep his job? No, no, no. Will he keep his job? Do you think he? I, I don't his... think he'll get sacked. No. I don't think he'll get sacked either. So he'll have the Chelsea game. You think? Yeah. Even I think. If he yeah, I think he has the Chelsea game, and then within whatever happens there within that week, something will give. Then it's a home game that next that the next game after this, and it's a different kettle of fish then because he's got he, it. It's all right having two away games because you're not really facing your home crowd, are you? You know, you can easily, you know, just get back on a coach and drive home. But this is a home crowd who could really, really turn on them at this point, depending on what's happened. 
Okay, well, we will leave it there for this week's fan podcast, this week's view from the Gladys Street on the Royal Blue Acast and iTunes channel. Graham, thank you for coming on. Cheers. Rob, thank you for coming on. Always, mate. And we will keep our fingers crossed for a non-mauling in the Merseyside <laughs> derby on Wednesday. We will be back with the fan podcast next week um, to review the Chelsea game and look ahead to the United game where we could be talking about a new manager. Um, so thank you for listening and we will be back soon. You've been listening to the View from the Gladys Street podcast from the Liverpool Echo.